Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Permission to come aboard, Skipper? Hello and welcome to Little Marty, the only podcast on the internet that used to be dedicated <laughs> to Sandler and Scorsese, but is now strictly dedicated to the works of Adam Sandler. My name is Eric Halloween. And my name is Jeremy. Wow. I can't yeah, really say the do? butcher now. I guess I'll have to say, uh, <laughs> let's see, what is Adam Sandler's name in this movie? Max? Maxipad? Oh, yeah, my name is Jeremy Maxipad. <laughs> yeah, and we are, of course, known <laughs> as the Ridiculous Two. Yes, the Ridiculous Two. Um, yes. And we kind of came up with that first, and Sandler kind of stole it from us, which I... Uh, feel uh, happy about actually. I'm kind of like, yeah, good for you. Yeah, I'm fine with it. And uh, yeah, he did steal that from us. Don't try and do any fact checking on that. It's, yeah, it's, you won't find it anywhere. It's been scrubbed by his lawyer team. Yeah, it's been scrubbed by uh, Zach Braff and uh, <laughs> the other people in that in that show. Jeremy, wow. we are, you know, we're definitely talking about the do-over today. <laughs> I hope, yeah. right? Yes, that's correct. We're definitely okay. talking about it. We can't get out of it. Um, so we're talking about the do-over today. and uh, But before we do that, uh, our boy, the Sandman, had a big, uh, had a big week. That's we, correct. Um, we saw, uh, you know, I watched a lot of the YouTube uh, clips. I haven't seen everything, but he so he won a Mark Twain award or something. Is that what it is? Yeah the uh, the Mark Twain Prize is uh, a, it's sort of a a big lifetime achievement award for comedians, and they will cool. oftentimes do tapings of these, and um, at, it's at the Kennedy Center and. Uh, uh, th- uh, I guess it airs on CNN. <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of the clips I saw were from. Yeah, but um, yeah, I've always really liked these. I I watched obviously the the uh, Steve Martin one is really good. The Will Ferrell one's really funny. Um, but it's mostly funny. Like, oh, and then the Dave Chappelle one is like on Netflix. You can watch it there. Um, it's wow. really funny. You watched but- like all the ones that I did not watch oh really all the mark twain surprisingly prizes yeah i watched uh I, i'll tell you the ones that i watched i watched the 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 oh wait are you talking about i'm talking these about are like separate other mark twain people prize? who have won uh gotcha yeah. okay never mind yeah so but like so adam sandler won the mark twain prize very covet coveted prize uh and um yeah, it's like uh, kind of an incredible night of just watching all of his friends get up and sort of roast him a little bit. And mm. and uh, yeah, we have uh, pretty much the whole crew's here, man. Chris Rock, Conan O'Brien, Ben Stiller, Dana Carvey, Pete Davidson for some reason, Drew Barrymore and Jennifer Aniston go up together, Adina Menzel, The Zopper Man, David Spade. Uh, uh, incredible. 
And what perfect timing as we're doing an episode on the do-over. Man, I didn't watch the Dina Menzel singing op- as Opera Man. I got to check that one out. Um, but yeah, this was, uh, you know, I'm glad that you alerted me to this. Um, you know, Jeremy, I uh, I bury my head in the sand with the uh, the current events in the news once in a while. So uh, this this might have passed me by if you had not mentioned this. So I, I appreciate it. Um yeah, this was uh, this was great. So let's start with like Sandler's. And by the way, if you're a listener to this, I mean you have to be because you're listening. But uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you're you're probably going to be interested in watching some of these because I I gotta say, some great stuff. The uh, oh, yeah. let's talk about the acceptance speech first. Sandler's long ten minute acceptance speech. Uh, I thought. That it was very good and also uh, very touching, you know. What yeah, you for sure. Um, like he kind of get he kind of talks about like gives like a sort of a brief story about like how he got started and how like his brother encouraged him and you know he kind of talks a little bit about some of the great people that he started working with right away. And, oh uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love yeah. it. It's very touching. Um, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, it's the Sandman, and, and and he's such a humble dude, and people love him, and and you know, like even in a lot of the uh, uh, roasts, you hear these nuggets of like wisdom in there, of like you know, Ben Stiller's roasting him, and he's like. You know, Adam Sandler is always so effortless. I don't want to say lazy, but I can't think of a better word. <laughs> and like, uh, <laughs> and I just love that because it's it's calling to attention that like Sandler's career is like, I mean, we're taking it for granted right now because we're in sort of the worst of his films ever made, uh, right? Currently, but his comedy is effortless, and that's what makes it so special is that he doesn't look like he's working hard or doing a lot, but he this guy is prolific. I mean, a movie a year since the 90s, like crazy and huge box office returns. And uh, he gets all of his friends and family work. And I mean, it's just like the list goes on of how cool Sandler is, you know? Yeah, it's cool to see like how everyone like every not even just Sandler, but everyone involved in the Sandler movie universe. It just kind of owns it. You know, everyone's like, yeah, people some people don't like it, but we have a blast. We've known each other for a million years and we just have a, a blast working together. Um, I love like the, you know, I haven't seen any of the other ones of these, but I imagine they're not all so like roasty. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like every, uh, every speaker I saw j- just like roasted Sandler a little bit. I, I think the, the one of my favorites is, Conan, surprisingly, the Conan O'Brien one is like maybe the one that made me laugh the hardest. But he was, uh, in the beginning, he was talking about how like, you might be wondering how um, we were like, they were able to get all of these, you know, great speakers uh, into the same room as to, uh, with Adam Sandler tonight. It's because Adam Sandler isn't making a movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Like, there's so a lot of funny. jokes about how, like, yeah. he employs his friends and has given his friends a lot, a, a lot of work and stuff. 
Um, um, what do yeah. you think of the uh, the Rob Schneider one? Did you watch that one? I did. That one went on a little long, which for me, I, I, but I guess that's just because I was bored by it or something. It is kind of touching. I got to say, so yeah. Sandler comes out and he basically sings, got a great singing voice, by the way. Yeah. He sings uh, Grow Old With You and, you know, some of the, it's not like the, the could have done a second pass at the uh, the <laughs> lyrics that he made up for this, but um, it's kind of like touching and, uh, you know, the, the whole How like he's growing old is, with Sandler. He's growing old of. with yeah, Sandler, right. and he goes and hugs Sandler at the end. Uh, you know, it was kind of sweet. Um, I, you know, maybe a little self indulgent, indulgent in my opinion. I, I, I think I just like. I mean, this, and this is on me, kind of. But I, I just, I, Rob Schneider rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, in a big way. Well, so, yeah. uh, but like. I think, yeah, absolutely, it is touching. And it is these two men who've been in the business for a long time. And, and I think the Rob Schneider whole story is very sad in general because Rob Schneider is just not a big... He's not a big celebrity anymore at all. And Sandler is the only one keeping him relevant, really. So It is that, true. It is very nice. It is very kind. My favorites, though, was David Spade, <laughs> which yeah, we are Spade talking about great. the do-over. His, his was the funniest to me, but I, I'm in kind of a David Spade kick right now where I just... The guy can do no wrong. I just love, I love his delivery. I love how funny he was. Um, you know, he was also kind of touching a little bit with that story about like how Adam like came over to his house when a family member died and stuff. But yeah, man, yeah. It, it really special. Did you watch the Dana Carvey one? I did. Yeah. Although I think I might have missed some of it because he. Yeah, he's saying what I didn't see the part of with him and a guitar. What is he saying in that? He just sings. Uh, I don't know. I only saw him do like a Joe Biden impression, and then he sings else. a song to him. But it, I, it's like it's just I, I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. If this is like an original song. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you watch the Buscemi Buscemi one? Yes, that one was my second favorite. What was that? <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't get to that one. Oh, dude, he, uh, it's one of the funniest. It's one of the funnier ones. He's he comes up as kind of his character from The Wedding Singer, like with a drink in his hand, and he's acting nice. kind of drunk. And it's just really great because Steve Buscemi, Buscemi is like an inc- also just an incredible actor too. And he like brings that up. He's like, "Man, I was in serious films before I met you." <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 really funny. I like it. And uh, he he even quotes his wedding as a bunch of wedding singer stuff, like "Save the best for last." <laughs> nice. Um, I think the only other one I watched that we didn't talk about is the uh, the Chris Rock one. Is great. Too, I didn't watch that one either. About... I didn't see that he, one. No, I did. I did see that one. Um. He oh, he talks did. in the beginning. He tells this great story about how, like, I think him and Sandler met in college or something. I think is the story, and Sandler was like, uh, kind of for Chris Rock's like first friend there or something. And it's a very it was a very sweet story, sort of about how like no one wanted to be his buddy, but except for Sandler, and the, you know, yeah. obviously they went on to have this super long career together um yeah 
Yeah. He also, he really also makes like, a Paul Pelosi joke, which is very funny, because I guess Paul Pelosi's in the audience. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So Paul Pelosi got like that. beat up and like uh, in like yeah. a home invasion. And so Chris Rock uh-huh. just says like, the only guy in this room who knows how I felt, bringing up, I guess, the Will Smith slap. Oh, that, yeah. I, I heard that, but I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You didn't watch the uh, Chris Rock uh, Netflix special, I, did you? I didn't, no, but I did watch the chunk about Will Smith, and it's quite good. I'm curious to watch it. Yeah, um, I, I've heard, I, I guess I just heard that the rest of it wasn't very good, so I haven't been eager to check it out yet, but I heard that that part was good, and I don't know, so I kind of watched that on YouTube, and it was good. It was really good, really funny. Also, well, it's Jeremy, like good to hear like what he like his point of view on it. <laughs> right, finally. Yeah. Um. Well, let's talk about before we talk about the do over. Let's talk about a uh, little thing that we we do outside of this podcast. We have another one, and dare I say, it's even wilder, crazier, oh, yeah, even. Geysier. Uh, Geysier. <laughs> yeah, wilder, crazier, and geysier. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're wearing bunny ears. Is he, does he wear bunny ears? Uh, we're playing banjos over there is what I'm trying to say. Oh, that's right. It's exact dueling banjos for sure. Yeah, yeah. Other, you know, trying to do some Steve Martin references over here. Uh you know what? What am I talking about, Jeremy? It sounds like I'm talking about a Patreon podcast. That's correct, that we you do, are, sir. Okay. Patreon.com/slash Eric and Jeremy is where you can go to find all the latest and greatest in our bonus content, our supplemental material, mind you. That is the material that we supplement uh, to our uh, weekly content. We do a bunch of stuff over there, but we've been covering the Coen Brothers as of late, and I got to say. It has been an absolute blast. If you want to hear us cover a completely other director and creator, uh, and you want to pay us for that content, and please do, we're broke. Mm. We're we're yes. we're straight up broke over here. I recently I put my hand in my pocket and pulled out a moth. It was alive. <laughs> Flew away. Yes. Same for me, but it was. Uh... $1,000 bill. I mean, uh, also a moth. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we do a bunch of other bonus content on there, and, and we listen to our patrons. What our patrons want uh, usually goes over there, um, unless uh, anyone wants to c- us to cover the baby again, and then it doesn't go. Uh, mm. So, um, yeah, so please, uh, if you would, head on over there and just check it out. Check it out. See what, see, see if there's something in there for you. Um yeah, you know, if you're listening to this, it, 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 you're probably having a great time. You're probably laughing occasionally, and if you're sitting on a seat, uh, you're probably on the edge of it. Um, right, that's right. So uh, inevitably, you're going to go through all of our episodes, the free ones. So you might as well get a head start, you know, or maybe you already have listened to all the episodes. Oh, Jeremy, I wanted to mention this, by the way. I, I So we have been doing this this bit that has been a very poor uh, decision in terms of marketing our, our podcast where we will just com- totally change the name of the podcast every time we switch to covering a different director. Yes. So uh, we started as a Chucky podcast Chatting and we've about Chucky. done all sorts of other uh, iterations. Arguing about Aster. 
Yeah, so I guess you can do like seasons of podcasts now in the uh, in the you know the Apple Podcasts. I don't know about the other. I think you, you can, can do it on like the yeah, other ones too. You can you can do seasons in anything. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna try and do that. So because it 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 <laughs> it just makes sense. You know what I mean? Because otherwise yeah. we're like changing the name. They're like, wait, this is a. I thought this was a Adam Sandler podcast, but they're talking about. The, all the Final Destination movies. <laughs> oh, Eric, I, I don't... Or what are you leading up to? Because I, I have a feeling I know what it is. Oh, I was just going to say that I, 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 I'm, I'm... My plan is to go back and try and uh, organize the show a little bit better. So oh, I love they that. Are, uh, you know, each version of the show that we've done is, uh, you know, branded as what it's supposed to be. Should you know we I mean? brand our show with one name moving forward? That's uh, not a bad idea. I I thought that's what you were gearing up for, and then I was gonna I was gonna definitely pitch that we do some sort of uh, like uh, poll or something, like we get the uh, the listeners involved to help us name our show. <laughs> yeah, you know what. I like this idea. Let's, <laughs> we've got some time, you know what I mean? Because we're we're we've got like a couple months of the Sandler uh, series left, and then uh, you know maybe it is we finally we we finally pick a name and we stick with it. Um, and you know what? Maybe we will leave it up to the listeners <laughs> to to, to uh, come up with something creative for us. Uh, at Hubie Halloween One is our is our Twitter handle. If you would like to participate in this challenge uh, where there is no prize. Anyway, Jeremy, uh, we were talking about the Patreon. I'm sorry. I, 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 had, to, I had to get that out there before I forgot. Um, Patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. Five bucks a month. You, there's so many episodes you get access to right away. It's um, quite honestly, it's ridiculous. Uh, so can't think of a good segue for this, but, uh, Stephen Brill directed, um, <laughs> the two over. Yes. And, uh, it was written remember. by two different, um, two people we have never seen before too, but Brill, Brill is a, uh, old time OG. Oh yeah. And, uh, he, you know, we, we, we all remember him as the writer of Little Nicky, Heavyweights, The Mighty Ducks. Honestly, those three alone, you can retire after that. You know what I mean? And you're right. uh, you're a genius in my book. Yeah, let alone Hubie Halloween. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, the do-over 2016, this is the second of the uh, Netflixes. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. We got uh, we got your Sandler, we got your Spade. That's correct. Couple of couple of cool people to see in the in a Sandler. Yeah, Catherine Hahn has right. been. I wonder if this is her first Sandler movie she's been in. I don't I don't know if it's her first, but it was a welcome. She was a welcome addition to the cast. Very mm-hmm. funny in the movie. Uh, we also see two people that we don't get every Sandler movie, but we love to see them back, and that's Louise Guzman. And mm. Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I couldn't remember. His, uh, Sean Aston. Sorry, Sean Aston. Um, yes, Swartzen too. Swartzen's back. Swartzen's got a pretty funny part in this, although they don't not use uh, too much. They don't use anybody too much 
in this, really. Like, Chickless is in this movie, Michael Chickless, but he kind of just comes and goes, you know? Uh, yes, I know what you said. I was just, yeah. just making a note to myself. I thought you, I thought about, you just hated uh, what I just said. <laughs> no, well, yeah, it's a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> uh, Natasha Leggero, somebody we'll never probably see again in a Sandler movie, but cool to have her. Yeah. Matt I wish, Walsh uh, is another one, too. Uh, Matt Walsh. Yeah, she, she's played the... I wonder what the direction she was given for this, because I, uh, I felt like that could have been funnier. Not to be like you know, critiquing an actor's performance. But I've seen her be like this type of a crazy lady character right. before uh, and be like super funny. Yeah, right. It doesn't necessarily mean that like she did a bad job, but maybe the direction she was given wasn't. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just want to point out here, like I don't want to give too much away about how I feel about this movie or what I'm going to score it. The, in general, they, I feel like either they didn't get enough good funny takes from from folks or maybe the film was rushed but we don't there's not a ton of laughs for me in this movie that's all that's all I'll say that's all I'll hint at there's a couple there's a couple there, there for me there are a and, couple and yeah i had i had one or two yeah yeah um and you know in this in this uh, Sandler era, maybe that's maybe that's all you can you can hope for. Yeah, but, that's uh, all you can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> worth pointing out that um, this is a uh, raunchier than Dude. a lot of the Sandlers we've been seeing. Wow, my what do you head think of this? Spinning. I so on one hand, I'm like, yes, I like you know, let's get some rated R Sandlers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's crank up, let's, let's freaking say some more swear words is what I want to hear. Sure. Sure. And, uh, yeah. I think it did open the door for some, some good comedy that we might not have gotten otherwise. Uh, but I also felt like it was a little like, okay, so we're doing this like rated R movie. So we like have to be yeah. a little bit edgy. Yeah. Um, there, I, I, there are some rated R choices I liked and some that I didn't like. Here's the one I'm the, I'm most split on the balls, Eric, the balls, the balls, uh, Louise Guzman's balls and his ball sweat dripping on David's face. <laughs> this is to me the most raunchy part of the whole movie is like yeah. the threesome scene. Yeah. Where it's David Spade and Louise Guzman having a threesome together with a with a woman, and like at one point you just get this from the back shot of Louise Guzman's like hairy testicles as he's thrusting, and like and like the shot is like you can see David Spade's face looking up at them because he's on the bottom, and then his balls sweat on David Spade's glasses. <laughs> yeah, it's a little I guess much. I think I, th- I guess I think it's funny, but I do. But that was the one where. <laughs> Like while it was happening, even I was like, "Do I like this, or do I? Or is this just too much?" And I guess I don't really know the answer. But there are some rated R choices I really liked. Like I love that uh, when uh, <laughs> when Nick Swartzen gets like destroyed by that car when they drop him off at the hospital, his bone is just fully sticking out of his arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some. You know what I. I, I I'll say I'll say right away I, I definitely enjoyed this one more than I thought that I would. Um, yeah, 
excited to talk about the plot. I'm just kind of going through some of the uh, trivia, and to be honest, it's not all that exciting. It's a lot of like, you know, like a couple things were references to Sandler's, you know, real high school reunion and that kind of stuff. Um, so let's just talk about the damn plot. Let's do it. It's a long one too, so. Yeah. And because this is, the movie's called The Do-Over, we're going to do the plot twice. Please. (laughs) Charlie lives in Florida with his materialistic wife, Nikki, and her two unpleasant twin sons from her ex-husband, Ted O. Uh, he is a bank manager in a supermarket, and Nikki is cheating on him with Ted O., uh, Charlie reunites with his old high school buddy and FBI agent Max at a high school reunion. Uh, they spend a weekend on a yacht Max rented, and Charlie feels young again. Wow. So the plot is this long, and they cover that much of the movie with just that first? That's pretty impressive. Whoa. Um, yeah, because that's like 30 minutes of the movie. Just Yeah. Just I'm take it down. to go further. But... <laughs> We uh <laughs> I guess I, I that, okay. Um actually I'm gonna say something right off the top. Uh I think this setup is good for uh-huh. the film. I love it. It's a classic, you know, dweeb, high school reunion and cool guy, FBI agent. Love it, love it. Uh and funny watching Ted O and Nikki on the on the dance floor. Um you know, Natasha Legera, Sean Austin. I think what's about to happen, I'm gonna I'm just going to I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this as like a as like a or i'm gonna what's it called i'm gonna call it i think Mm. that the wikipedia is insanely long because i think one of the problems with this movie is that the plot is really too uh much it's too intense i think the plot needed to chill out i think the plot was way too involved and there's too many parts to it too many moving pieces it's like basically the plot of a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. And it did not need to be. And it's very confusing. I think we're about to find that out. Because I think it's gonna. I think the, the Wikipedia is going to start getting into the weeds of the plot. And I bet you there's going to be things you're going to read that I just didn't even know happened in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Garrett, yeah. Yeah. Uh, same for me. Um, yeah. Agreed. Good setup. Uh, so Max blows up the yacht to fake their deaths. When Charlie comes to, Max tells him they can now start over. He says he is not an FBI agent, but actually a coroner. Uh, This allowed him to use two unclaimed cadavers in their place. Uh, Charlie is now Dr. Ronald Fishman, and Max is Butch Ryder. Yeah, what do you think of this as already a plot twist? Yeah, so this is when they're they're already in, like, the house. Yeah. The mansion, yeah. He blows up a Um, yacht. To fake their deaths. Well, I'll I'll say that I I kind of knew that there, you know, it's kind of obvious that there's going to be some twist with with Sandler. Um, I don't know that I was necessarily like felt one way or the other really about like the the coroner thing. I, I you know I don't know, but uh, my thing is this whole this part of the movie of them just mm-hmm. like living at some like rich guy's house well he's gone or whatever uh that's the whole movie like they could just do that <laughs> and they're just like trying I to I know yeah absolutely they could also they could have set this up like 
Sandler's pretending to be a rich guy now, but he's actually like the butler at the house or something. You know what I mean? And like, if they wanted to do something where it, I guess the movie's called the do over because the premise is they needed to fake their deaths, but it like him being a coroner, all this stuff, him pretending to be an FBI agent. It's all too convenient because later what we're going to find out is that Sandler actually is really good at like fighting and killing people. Yeah. Which is like, then just make him an FBI agent who gives a shit. We kind of get two reveals from Sandler's character. Three. One, this one because towards he has the cancer beginning. later. <laughs> yeah, the can yes, the cancer want revealed too. Yeah. Um I kind of wish it was just like and I this is sort of what I thought where I thought it was going was uh Sandler was just going to like the whole movie be in this sort of like you know, FBI agent role and he's having David Spade like do his, his own life over and he's sort of like helping his own buddy right? and sort of getting David Spade into all these situations that, that you know, he's uncomfortable with and it's funny. Totally. Um, that's kind of what I, where I thought we were going, where we do end up is uh, a very, very long Wikipedia. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm exactly. two paragraphs in, so let's carry let's keep on. keep going. Yeah. Initially appalled, uh, Charlie soon realizes a do-over is appealing. After witnessing his lackluster funeral, Nikki reconciling with Ted O and the bank uh, has quickly replaced him. Uh, Max tells Charlie that he found a key in Butch's rectum, which uh, Charlie determines belongs to a Puerto Rico safe deposit box. Uh, traveling to Puerto Rico, the duo access Butch's safe deposit box, which uh, contains money and the keys to a mansion with a Ferrari. They relocate there, befriending and later having an orgy with the neighbors, Dawn and Joan, during which Dawn reveals the original Butch and Ronald uh, bought the mansion in a hurry, implying they were on the run. Okay. Uh, yeah, all, uh, by this point, I remember my eyes were sort of starting to glaze over a little bit. I was also very worried for them because I was like, this is not going to work at all. No. Like, people know these people. <laughs> like, obviously. But um, I guess but that is all by Sandler's design. So really, you know, I mean, that's a reveal later. But like, really, David Spade is the one who's kind of an idiot, I guess, for going along with this because it's such a half-baked plan or it's so weird jeremy i forgot to do our uh this is a new segment we're gonna do now this is the uh, product placement call outs oh great so far uh, we're gonna do a (laughs) check-in of the product placements we have a bud light yeah corona corona oh that's the best part he he tells david spade i know i just know you're a bud light guy and then cut to they're drinking coronas so they got two sneaky product placements in at the same time yeah yeah. And of course, the, yeah, there's a, a whole grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. the uh, they discover Ronald was married after seeing a picture of his wife on Butch's tablet. At the mansion, Max and Charlie are attacked by assassins led by the gymnast. They escape, and Max admits he's not a coroner, but actually a guidance counselor. Yeah. See, that's... Uh, can't do that too many times in a movie (laughs) yeah what why why is it like how did he get the bodies then 
Right. I that was the whole ex- reason he got the bodies was he's the coroner. Yeah. Yeah. So know. they're in Puerto Rico. Now they go to Savannah, Georgia. Yes, uh, to track down uh, Ronald's widow, Heather, at her home. The duo explain that Ronald was murdered and believe Butch got him entangled in criminal criminal activity. Heather discloses that Ronald's study was recently broken into. So, yeah, so this is another crazy thing. She doesn't know her husband's dead. They have to tell her. After they hit her with a car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty wacky gotta say yeah it's just yeah uh, yeah here's the thing is like among all of the amidst all of the crazy plot that's happening <laughs> there are some funny things happening there's like some funny little moments and some funny jokes and uh i don't know it seems like there's a couple I, yeah I, yeah, I don't know. I might have chuckled a few more times than you at this. I'm, I'm gathering. I, I think you might have, but there's, there's like a there's a joke like actually in this section here where they're watching her grieving her husband in the park, and David Spade has been shot in the hand, and he's like, "Hey man, can we go to the hospital?" And, I, and then Adam Sandler's <laughs> just like, "No, no, 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 no. That ship has sailed. You just got to get over it." And David Spade's like, "Okay," <laughs> like, <laughs> and like there's like little moments like that that I think are very funny. For sure, Spade's good in this too. Yeah, Spades are good. I love David Spade. I'm I, again on a David Spade kick. I, yeah, I I didn't think he was that uh, great in Grown Ups, the Grown Ups series. Maybe, um, maybe because he was doing so. It's more more of a like, like he's he's better when he's doing sort of this sort of a like neurotic ish character i think for me you know uh yeah um yeah i like i don't know i uh, he's he doesn't have enough to do in the grown-ups movie maybe is but i like him in like um i like the uh him as the invisible man or whatever in uh hotel transylvania Transylvania. Ah, right. right Uh, the trio head to a biker bar where Ronald and Butch hung out. There they learn from the biker Dakota that Butch had stage four cancer. Uh, they had begun conducting secret non-FDA approved clinical trials, Ronald's magic bullet cancer treatment. Uh, Ronald's fancier Shecky withdrew funding, so Butch started robbing banks making him wanted by the FBI. I found this to be a little heavy uh, of a twist for this movie. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? I, uh, yeah, w- way too, too much. Uh, it's also like, it, the, it, it's playing around in spaces where I'm like, like I felt really bad. I mean, we got to the part where um, he kills Butch, right? He, uh, oh no no no! The trio uh, uh, head to the biker bar. Ronald Butch hung out. Yeah, uh, Dakota is the biker. They had begun conducting a secret, not to prove tr- clinical trial. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, this is really heavy. There's gonna be a reveal coming up later that's even makes it even more heavy. Um, 
Yeah, it's like it, it's just it's a little too much. And then and then also I find Dakota to be a very tragic figure, and they kind of make a big joke out of him. But then like he's also very. I just like I just liked him, and I was like, oh, and they're like make fun of him a lot, and for being gay, and then also like they kill him really quickly and unceremoniously, unsumer- and I'm just like, uh, it just the I do like that I there is a joke here though I really like, and we're about to get to it, so I don't want to skip ahead. Uh, returning to Shecky's, Max thinks he is withholding the cure. Shecky has been shot, but before he dies, oh, reveals no, 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 no. the assassins. I think we're. Did I skip something? I think you skipped the. After Dakota reveals that Ronald and Butch had an affair, he is then killed by the gymnast. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I like the joke where Adam Sandler is like, I'll give you something to whack off to, basically. He starts, like, sucking at his finger and then sucks uh, Dakota's finger. It's so, like, that. I I do like that scene for whatever reason. I thought that would be funny, but anyway. Uh, the trio escape to Max's mother's where they are stalked by Max's ex, Becca, and Charlie ends up having sex with Heather. Uh, Forty, Shecky reveals that his house uh, was also broken into recently. Uh, the trio leave, deducing the cancer treatment formula is why men tried to kill them and broke into their homes. Charlie says they should forfeit it when they find it, which angers Max, while... Hacking Ronald's computer, Charlie discovers Max was one of Ronald's, Ronald's cancer patients. Uh, he also learns that Max and Becca have a young son and realizes Max needs the cure to save his own life. Uh, returning to Shecky's, Max thinks he is withholding the cure. Shecky has been shot, but before he dies, reveals the assassins were hired by Trojgod. Gad. Uh, the world's largest chemotherapy company, uh, to steal the cure and buy it. The gymnast, still in the house, takes Max hostage. <clears throat> yeah, it just really takes, like, a sad turn. And, you know, don't yeah, get right. me wrong. Uh, pharmaceutical companies suck. And cancer sucks. I don't necessarily want to think about that kind of a thing when I'm watching this sort of a movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, You know, I, I it, that's not to say that, like, these people can't make a movie like this but it when the if the setup uh, the first an hour and a half of this is like fart jokes ball ball jokes and like you know d- uh, just like a wacky comedy mm-hmm. getting to like uh you know the horrors of the pharmaceutical industry and the status of like cancer treatment in the world is uh, just not, uh, in my opinion, the greatest comedic choice. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, cancer is always a tough one. You can definitely make it funny, but also just like a lot of like nice people getting killed. Like Shecky's kind of a, ni- <laughs> a nice guy, and then he gets killed, and then yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. And I'm not saying that they're trying to make it funny. By the way, I think they're they're not trying to make it funny. Yeah, but I but just it's, think it's but it's a it, comedy. It doesn't it's, it's fit an outrageous, the tone. Yeah, exactly. It's an outrageous yeah. comedy. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, Charlie realizes the Jenga app on Butch's tablet actually holds the cure. He attempts to call Max, but the gymnast destroys his phone. As he tortures him, uh, Heather then arrives at Shecky's telling Max that she not only accepted a fortune from Trojgard, but but to bury the formula when Ronald refused, but also killed Ronald and Butch. 
Uh, let's see here. Charlie calls Heather, who claims Max killed Shecky. Uh, when he arrives, realizing she's lying, he punches her in the face. Uh, she then holds him at gunpoint, but before she can shoot, Max knocks her down. Heather then aims at both at them both, uh, but Becca shows up, beats her unconscious, and recovers the tablet. The police arrive, and when they draw their weapons, Becca accidentally throws the tablet into the bay as she puts up her hands. Mm. Uh, the tablet suffers irreparable damage, but Charlie backed up the formula on a USB. The men are par- pardoned. Uh, for their crimes, when they offer the cancer treatment as a bargaining chip, Charlie discusses or disguises himself as a zombie and gets revenge on Nikki, Ted O, and the twins. Charlie, Max, Becca, and son, uh, a son and mother return to the mansion in Puerto Rico, and Max is cured. And then I believe we see Max and Charlie. I think Max says, like, he only lived twice or something, and then right. they jump into a... Off of a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of all over the place. Like, really fun action comedy tone for a lot a lot of it. And then, like, yeah, I guess some sad stuff. And then uh, some stuff that just, to me, just didn't hit as hard as, you know, even The Ridiculous Six. I mean, personally, like, and I, pro- I think we probably disagree on this, but I personally think The Ridiculous Six was funnier than this. Um, there had more jokes. Um, no, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I can't, I can't even remember. It seems like a long time ago since we talked about that movie, but, uh, I gave, yeah, we both gave it, gave it a two out of four. Oh yeah. Yeah. Keep that in mind with this one. Um, yeah. What do you think, uh, Jeremy, what are your final thoughts on the do over? Um, uh, I'm going to give it a 1.5. I gave a uh, ridiculous six, a 1.75. Um, so I'm going to give this one a 1.5 cause I like it just a tiny bit less than ridiculous six. Uh, I weirdly find it less problematic than the ridiculous six, but it's just kind of a worse movie to me overall. Like it's less funny. It's less clear what's going on. I do think it has plot holes, but I, I don't really care about plot holes that much. Like, I think you're kind of a boring person if you care about plot holes. But, like, I do think, like, at, at some points, you're you're just, it's too distracting. You, you can have it to where it's just too distracting. And I think you could have lost, like, half this plot and still made something really fun and action-based. And, um, and yeah, yeah. Um, not, not my favorite. And it's a bummer because I love Spade. And uh, I love when Spade and Sandler are together. But um, yeah, that's kind of my breakdown. What about you, my guy? Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, th- I, I think this is one of those where I, I kind of had like a more of a positive opinion of it after watching it, and now after like sort of thinking about it and picking it apart a little bit, realizing that it's, uh, you know, it's a little messy. I think is the is the thing, but. The fact remains that uh, I, I kind of had a good time watching this. I actually, it sort of felt like um, a little bit of a breather almost with some yeah. of the comedy. I was like, yeah, some of this is actually like pretty good. Um, I like S- Sandler and Spade together. I think it, they're, I think they're great. Um, I don't know. But, uh, but again, a lot of uh, not, you know. There's definitely some flaws for me. I'm going to give it a 1.75. 
uh, out of four. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that's ain't about it. Ain't bad, a, ain't bad. Know, maybe that's a C, C, C minus. Sure, C minus. C minus yeah. ain't bad. Yeah. You know what? We're pass fail on this podcast, and, and, and I'll give it a pass. I'll give it a pass. Uh, Jeremy, Sandy Wexler, next episode. Uh, you know what? I, I've seen uh, at least half of Sandy Wexler, and I like this movie, so I'm excited to revisit it. God, please let it be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're watching the Wexler uh, next episode, and then, of course, patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy for all of your bonus content needs. It's a good mm. time over there. Mm. Uh, all right, well, I guess that's it. So, Norma... I'll see you in my dreams.